Welcome to Local Matter Sports. This is your host, Sam Brooks, and got some special guests in the studio today. I have Upperman track star Mia Moss in the house and her coach, Bruce Hetty, who I've known for a long time. Welcome to the show, you guys. Thank you. Hi, thank you for having us. Mia, man, it's been a good year for you, um, hasn't it? Let's uh, let's kind of introduce you to everyone, let them know uh, where you go to school and you know what you do at school as far as sports are concerned and anything else you want to throw in there to kind of introduce yourself. Well, I'm a junior, and I go to Upperman High School. I run track and do events in track, and I also play volleyball. Awesome. How about you, Coach? Tell just a little. I mean, most people out there probably know you, but there may be somebody out there that's listening that that don't know Coach Bruce Hetty. Yeah, this is my 28th year to be a teacher and a coach. Uh, Currently at uh, Upperman High School, um, special education inclusion teacher and uh, head track coach. Uh, Pretty new to the Putnam County School System. Yes, sir. you taught and coached in Jackson County for a long period of time. How, how's the transition been coming up to Putnam? It's been great. Um, one of the things that I quickly realized was I was surrounded by great people. And people would say, you look so happy at Upperman. I said, well, I'm surrounded by great people. I look forward to going to school every day. Well, just don't tell Ross Fanning that. He, uh, he might get the big head. So. <laughs> he, he maybe. <laughs> All right. So, Mia, tr- track, You have you ran track for four years? Uh, for three. So three of the well, three years yeah. that you've been there. So you run track every year. That's pretty good. So, what what interested you about track? Well, it was just kind of another sport to play and do, and it was just kind of suggested to me. So I kind of just took it on. Yeah. So track is in the fall. Uh, track is in the spring, and she plays volleyball in the fall. Okay. So all the awards and came from last year, back in March at the state, basically the state meet. Yes, sir. And we'll get into those. So that was actually during your sophomore year. Yes. Awesome. So I, I can imagine now you're probably, you know, at volleyball's over now. You guys had an incredible season this year and probably not as as good as you wanted in the season, but there was a lot of expectation um for you guys coming off a successful year last year. But man, did you guys do well in the in the district tournament, the region tournament, the sub state, all the way to state. And it's it's tough, you know, Coach Eddie, it's tough to get to state anything. It was Kind of disappointing, but I was really proud of my team and everything for the way that we turned our season around because we kind of had a little bit of a rough start in the beginning, but we really pulled it together and like we ended up having a great time. Yeah, so. you can you can touch on the adversity because I had coach in and, and two of the players. Uh, uh, they talked about a turning point. I, I think for you guys, as far as volleyball was concerned, it was up in uh, at Stone Memorial, I think. Yeah. Um, it was uh, before the tournament started, but uh, you beat them pretty convincingly, and uh, and that kind of turned your season around. Yeah, because they were undefeated whenever we played them at their school. We played them at home and we lost, but we beat them there, and we like really came together. And we had um, Jamie Cherry from now she's in Chattanooga, but she used to be in Knoxville and in Cookville. She came and talked to us, and that really helped us like just come back together and work together we we talked in depth about that and jamie, jamie cherry i coached at Cooper high school in softball was a heck of a <laughs> softball player and a volleyball player um way back well i say way back not way back but at Cooper high school and uh, apparently something in that message not only did she come and talk to your team but she came and watched your team play yeah and i think without watching your team play as a coach you, you can't hardly diagnose and the cool thing for her was she didn't know very many of you guys and she was able to assess 
you know, what was going on on the floor and, and uh, communication mainly uh, and was able to kind of really talk with you guys specifically about that. And it ended up being kind of a, something that motivated you guys and got you moving in the right direction. That had to be a pretty cool speech. Yeah, she she's amazing. And she's so like encouraging to all of us. And she even came back and watched us in the tournament and came back and brought us some snacks and some goodies and she was just there for us even though we're not her team but she was still there for us and still just amazing to all of us yeah and she's got two daughters both playing college and she's been her son's uh down in uh chattanooga now uh transferred down to play football um down there and is a, a big time recruit um as a sophomore i believe um so he'll be coming out soon he's already got a lot of offers so they're they're entrenched yeah. in high school and college sports now and you're right. She's very caring. Um, a lot of things that she does is, is uh, not for her gain, but everybody else's gain. So uh, Jamie's always been that way since she was a high school kid. So uh, uh, it was cool hearing about that story and, and how it really meant something at the right time to a, to a group of uh, student athletes, uh, especially locally at Upperman High School. So congratulations on the volleyball. Getting to the state tournament is Really, really special. You probably don't even realize how special it is right now, but but you will someday. And then you used to play basketball, and you, you had the experience of going to a state championship and winning that. That had to be pretty cool in your high school career. Yeah, that was that. It was. It feels unreal still. Like I remember being out on the floor, and then they announced us, and it was just. It was crazy. We were all going crazy, and stuff, and like it was just an amazing, amazing time being there at the tournament in the season and everything. Needless to say, Coach Dana, pretty competitive uh, lady. Um, I was refing at Tennessee Tech Camp and uh, came down to the end of the game, and she had a last-second shot, and she will tell you to this day that it was good. And and we've argued about this ever since. But, uh, you know, still on her fingertips when it came out, I called it no good. It was way back out past the three-point line, and, of course, she made it. And it would have won the – it's a summer game, though. <laughs> it would have won the summer game. She has never let me live that down, never. Every time I have her in here, she goes back to that. But uh, the competitive nature that she has led to over time has led to a, one of the most successful basketball programs in the state of Tennessee in a hotbed of basketball in the state of Tennessee. So congratulations on that experience. I know uh, you, you chose not to play basketball a little after that. Any any particular reasons for that or to concentrate on uh, other sports? No, there's not really a reason. But even though I don't play anymore, Coach Dennis still is very hard on me. And she still <laughs> watches over me and encourages me to do good things. I'm sure you're still one of hers. If you ever play for her, you're always one of hers. And, and uh, you know, if you left and, and uh, for whatever reasons that you decided, I know you're still on good terms with her. So that's a, a good relationship to have. You know, I would always, I'm sure Coach would tell you, you know, don't burn any bridges along the way. That, that's always beneficial to you. But let's dive into, uh, you know, when you found me a coach and, you know, you started coaching track and, you see her for the first time and get her out on the, the, the field to see what she can do. What what went through your mind? Um, it's pretty obvious when you can see somebody from a distance and they stand out. And uh, it's kind of weird how things came down last year. Um, I came out in a volunteer role last year because um, they found out I had some a track background and I came out to help and uh, things just kind of went forward from there and uh, 
at our first meet, I saw her high jump and long jump, and I, I, I knew that we had potential there. And uh, and as we built a relationship getting to know one another, because uh, we hadn't really met a whole lot through the school year until the track season started, and it took us, what, about a month to get to know each other at meets and stuff. Yeah. And um, and then after we got to know one another, Mia put a lot of trust in me, and I put a lot of trust in her, and we communicated very, very well. And then that's when I approached her about, I said, have you ever thought about doing the pentathlon, the the, the competition with five events? And she kind of looked at me and smiled, and I told her the events <laughs> and what people had done. She said, I can do that. <laughs> and I was most worried about the shot put, you know, because Mia is a very linear athlete. And Coach, at her first meet, she threw 30 feet. That means you're thin, by the way. <laughs> yeah. uh, 30 feet, huh? She threw 30 feet. And, I, and I'm over at my, my jaws dropped because in practice she'd been throwing 26 and 27. Remember when I when we went to practice and we bought I bought the new uh, tape measure, yeah. and uh, we're all working on her technique and stuff. And I made a rookie mistake by leaving the tape measure in the center of the of, <laughs> of, of, of the pit, and she threw it at twenty six feet four inches. That's where the the shot hit and snapped snapped it in half. And, we still have it taped up. Uh, we still have it taped, and uh, and it was just one of those things where things just kept going, and it was such an enjoyable time. To watch her work so hard and and succeed, and keep having success in meets, and then we started training for those five events, and uh, she worked on the weekends. We would come in and she would stay after we work um, after practice on uh, either her her approach, you know, her the thing that we worked the most on was, was her hurdle form. That that took a while along with her throw form, and um, then just seeing her succeed was it it really made my spring. I told her, I said, I'm not sure who was happier, her winning the state or me watching her winning it. <laughs> I was so happy that I scared you that day. You remember when I knew yeah. that you'd won it? I, I didn't re- I didn't realize that I had won because I was so focused on, like, the other girls that I didn't realize that the that I just was, like, completely just, like, walked into, like, I had no idea. And he came over and he shook my hair <laughs> and he said, you won? And I said, huh? <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we had talked about the whole week. I said, I want you to have blinders on. You focus on what you're in control of. Don't let anything else get out, you know, influence you. And we worked hard on that in practice. And I said, focus. I said, I'm not here. You know, we're in Murfreesboro. I said, and the thing about Cookville's layout is it's identically to what it is at MTSU. Mm-hmm. It must be made by the same company at the same sure, time. Sure. So and that helped her out immensely because it looked the same. It felt the same. And we got down there. And we're, it was a very hot, sunny day, the first hot day we had had in a while. And uh, one of our competitors let us borrow an umbrella because, rookie mistake, I did not bring an umbrella to keep the sun off of. Sure. And we're sitting there, and um, the girls scratch out at five feet, and she had already cleared five two. Or they scratched out at five two, and you'd already cleared five two. And when the last girl scratched out, I started smacking her umbrella <laughs> and started hollering. And I like, you did it. You did it. She's like, what? What? I said, so that was the first one. Yes. And I said, you are a state champion. Wow, and and just to see the smile and the the happiness, it was it made all of it worthwhile. So thirty seconds, how how that feel? It was kind of scary. Kind of scary. Yeah. So you, you, I guess you were specifically keeping up with it a long way, and then and then that that sinks in, and you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah, I just I was just I tried to not let it get too much to me because I still had another event to do, and I didn't want to like overwhelm myself. That a, that a girl. So just keep calm. Act like you've been there before, right? Yeah. Well, good deal. So we got Mia Moss, Upperman State Champion Track 
athlete and Coach Bruce Hetty, her coach, here on the show today. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardee's. Shop local at Office Mart. Welcome back to Local Matters Sports. This is your host, Sam Brooks. we got Upperman track star Mia Moss in the house and Coach Bruce Hetty along with her. So we were talking on break about, uh, you know, leading up to that state championship that you got. And uh, you had an opportunity to come up for a meet um, at the same place that you were going to have the state championship at the week before. Kind of tell us a little bit, Coach, about what happened there. Um, Mia qualified for the pentathlon, which is uh, 100 hurdles, 800-meter run, shot put, long jump, and high jump. And uh, that's five very different, difficult events. And she did really well at the sectional qualifier. She finished fourth in it. And they take the top two from your section plus two at large. And she was the top at large. And it was a week before the state meet. I think it was May 16th, 16th or 17th. And – I just say it as is. Mia did not have her best day. Uh, we long jump fifteen eight, high jump four eight, uh, eight eight hundred meter time was two forty four, and she was very disappointed in her performance. She was disappointed herself because she knew she was capable of so much more. So when we got ready to leave, I said, "Mia, there's one or two ways that we can go. We can feel sorry for ourselves and come back next week." I said, "Or we can work." and come back next week and prove everybody that you are the athlete that you've shown. And she said, okay. So the next day we came back out. We went over to Cookville High School. And big shout-out to Coach Cook, Coach Scott Cook. He let us come any time that we needed. And uh, he made his facilities available because we don't have the facilities at Upperman that they have at Cookville High School. And he said, he said, Coach, you come whenever you need. He said, CHS is your home. You come and you work as, as, as you need yeah, to. Coach Cook's a good one, no doubt. Yes, yes he yeah. is. He even let me practice with them a couple of times and stuff, and he would help me on my form with everything and just. Well, why not? I mean, you're all Putnam County students, so I think that's great for him to be able to. And that's honestly, that's the way it should work. Yes, sir. It was we we Coach Cook and I've spoken about how we're a community, and we're you know we're going to help one another and help one another uh, any way we can. Yeah. And uh, Mia came back, and we we had to work on her mark and her long jump. That that was off that day, and. I'm not sure if if you don't know, it's kind of like a golf swing. If something's a little bit out of out of sort, it's hard to get it fixed in that one day. Mm-hmm. If uh, your curveball is off, your release point is just one of those days. Our, our release point for the jump was off, so we focused in on that. We got her marked down, then we started jumping 17 feet over at CHS, and she hadn't jumped 16 16 fourths of sectional was was her best, and you jumped 17 nine the last day that we practiced. 
and I was was I was just giddy because I was like, "Cause she's on, <laughs> she she's she's there," and uh, her high jump, um, she was off in that when we were at the pentathlon. Uh, she was hitting the bar. She was hitting at heights that she had cleared easily in warm-ups, and she scratched out. And uh, then we came back, and she worked so hard. I was so proud of her because when we left, she was in sync. And we worked on her on her hurdle forms. It was a Sunday afternoon, and, and your grandma came to pick you up, and she said, how is she? I said, she's ready. She, she She's there. And she said, good. And uh, we had the long jump was the first event. And your first jump was what sixteen nine, uh, yeah, sixteen eight or so. 16, so let, let's eight, jump yeah. back a second. So you, you had the disappointment of the week before. I'm, I'm one who believes every, everything always happens for a reason. So, but when you're in that spot and you're the actual person that's doing it, it don't really seem that way. So you kind of felt bad coming out of that. But then coach talked to you about, hey, let's see what we can do this week to get it ready. And you're right. There's no doubt. You can be just a little off in anything. Your golf swing can be just great one week. And then you do something a little different and wrong, and it throws it completely off. So how, how was that coming back after that disappointment? Um, not, not you know, jumping the uh, or really reaching the heights and long jump and all the things that you'd done all year long, having that disappointment and knowing the state was the next week. It was definitely frustrating, and I put a lot of pressure on myself because I didn't want to, like, not lose, but I didn't want to lose again. And I wanted to go out there and prove myself because I really have had been doing that, like, the whole year. And then it was just, like, kind of just kick in the face. But I tried really hard not to let it bother me and not to, like, let it show because I still had, like, work to be done, I guess. What, what I think we call that in school we kind of call that grit yes sir but we talk about this on the show all the time when i have coaches in here you you if everything's always good you don't really get much better at anything and we we associate that a lot of times and this is going another direction we associate a lot of times with some of these helicopter parents that do everything for their kid and you know they they don't really put them in a situation where they have to struggle yeah. and struggle is where you get better if if that didn't happen you might have been floating in there thinking you're going to go down here and do real good, and then your disappointment would have been at the state. And so you got to understand that a person, an athlete, a, a student in general, can get a lot out of failure. The only way you get better, it's you get better off of failure, I guarantee you, than you do doing something successfully right all the time. And so I think that really helped you come back and say, well, I, you know, I know this can happen. If I don't get ready, if I don't, you know, prepare for this, I could have another bad day. And so that got your mind straight and set where it needed to be. And you experienced a lot of success. I'm kind of glad I messed up because it's like any day in track, like you can mess up and not even know it. And like you can be perfect the first day and then you come back the next day and you'll be messed up. So I'm kind of glad I realized what I was messing up on so that way I could fix it. Yeah, and it, I mean, it doesn't happen that way all the time. And it's, that's why I say everything happens for a reason. It's probably a blessing that that happened because you got to experience that. You know, that it looks like to me you're a pretty competitive young lady. <laughs> so you, you experience what it's like not to be at the top. Yeah. And that made you thirst and want to do what you needed to do to try and get back up there. So cool story, man. That, that That's really a, a nice lead up to the week before and then going into to the so you put the work in, you got to go over to Cookville, you got to practice all you wanted to. How did you feel after that going into the state? Was there still that doubt in the back of your mind? There was a little bit of worry and like a little bit I was getting distracted 
But I just kind of just told myself over and over again that for one, that I I'm capable of doing it, and for two, to just like let let it go and just like relax so that way I'm not uptight and stuff because like on a lot of my events if I'm uptight then it just goes downhill you know I think that's a great lesson for just about everything in life uh, you you you, you got to kind of do the best you can prepare the best you can and, and most of the time you know if you've done that things are going to work out however best they can um, and, and the mind's a powerful thing if you don't prepare it knows that too and it, it can go the other way yeah we were um she did her first jump in the state meet at sixteen nine, and uh, the coach for MLK looked at me. He said, "Your girl's on today." I said, "Yes, sir." <laughs> he said, "She was off last week." And he said, "I told my girl you better be ready." He said, "That girl from Upper's going to be mad." He said, "She's on." Then she came back. Her second jump was scratched, and we estimated seventeen eight to seventeen ten. It was somewhere along that line. And, scratch means you touch the bar. Yep, and um, she was what about? We had. The film says she did not cross the board, that it was a legal jump, but they scratched it, So, and there's no video review. Hmm. And uh, the winning jump was 17-9, and uh, she came back on her third jump, and I said, you have 16-9 on the board. I said, let it, let it go. I said, don't worry about it. Hit it 100%. I said, if you scratch, you scratch. I said, you're on the board. We're, we're in the top four with 16-9. And I said, just relax. She said, okay. So she leaned back, and she took off, and when she hit it, I knew that it wouldn't have hit the white flag went up, so I knew it was a legal jump. And it was 17-1. I, I knew she was in the top two. And uh, she came out, she won the silver medal in the in, in the long jump. And that was your first li- your first event? Yes, yes sir. Okay. And awesome. uh, and it was great because to see the smile on her face and knowing that she, you know that she came back and everybody was like, your girl's on today. She, she's ready. I said, yeah, she's worked hard. Yeah, I want to dive into that a little bit more. We're going to take a quick break. we got Mia Moss from Upperman High School and uh, track coach Bruce Hetty here in the house today. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Local Matter Sports. Your host again, Sam Brooks. Got Mia Moss in the house, Coach Bruce Hetty, along with her from Upperman High School fame. Mia, you, the first event, you got a, a top four, I think it was. Um, How would you feel about that as a sophomore you know, that's pretty good. Probably in your head, you could have done better, but. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was, I knew the girl was a senior. And so, like, I guess as soon as I realized that I wasn't going to get first, I was like, it's okay. I got next year. Like, all I could really think about was next year because she won't be there. And it's like, I just need to, I just wanted to get first so bad. Mm-hmm. But I just wanted to. Yeah, don't don't let that senior, junior, sophomore, freshman thing get in your head because you 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 are what you are. So don't don't worry about that next time when you get in there this year, this coming year, you're going to be there. So, coach, uh, next event was what'd you roll into then? We went from the long jump when when she got the silver medal, a silver medal in, in in the long jump. I could see the confidence in her. She she knew that she was on and she was ready. So when we got to the the high jump. And we had seen a lot of these girls in, in meets, and we knew what we had to do. And I told her, I said, you know, 5'2", I get it. I, I think 5'2", will get us. Maybe five feet. You finished your freshman year, five feet was third? Yes. She finished third as a freshman at, at five feet. And um, you scratched it. You had your first scratch at 4'8", at the state meet. You get three scratches, and they keep going up in height. And um, she hit the bar at 4'8". And I was wondering how she would react. But she came back. Uh, she refocused herself. 
and then she cleared four eight. She cleared uh, four ten, and then the girl started scratching out at four eight. And then there was four girls left at four ten. Two other other girls scratched out, so I knew she was going to be in the top three. Then we went to five feet. Uh, she cleared five feet. One of the the other girls uh, from Martin Luther King scratched out at five feet, and then she cleared five two. And then the other girl. Uh, 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 from Signal Mount, she scratched out at five feet. And when she hit her third scratch at five feet, I knew that she was the state champion. Wow. And that's when I was like, you did it, you did it, you did it. You know, I was smacking her. Scared her. Yeah, scared her a little bit. There's a lot of competition between me and some of those girls at long jump and high jump because we compete together all the time. Mm-hmm. And like last year, whenever, I, well, not last year, I guess two years ago, whenever I was a freshman, I competed against two of the same girls that were there this year. And then I competed against one of them in the pentathlon. And so, like, we're all kind of buddies, but there's also a lot of competition because we keep seeing each other over and over again. Well, and the thing is, I guess people need to understand that there's, this is like any other sport. There's, there's off-season. Um, volleyball, you call it club sports or AU, whatever. People need to realize that you don't just do this during the spring at Upperman High School. You do it all the time. Tell a little bit about what that in, you know, what happens there with you in your off-season. I really not all. I'm saying the wrong word. Really not off season to you, but off season in high school. Well, whenever I, whenever I'm in track season, my club volleyball is like kind of just like going to its end. So I kind of have to miss some stuff. Like for the state tournament last year, I missed nationals for my AU team, and it's just kind of like volleyball track, volleyball track. You kind of go back and forth. And like right now, I'm in my club season already, but I'm doing like track workouts. So it's just kind of like an all-year-round thing. I mean, I guess in the summer, there's a little bit of time off, but I'm still doing summer volleyball for school. So it's really just all-year-round. It just kind of alternates between workouts and play, workouts, play. And just so the folks understand, you're, you're, you're talking about actually doing club volleyball and club track at the same time. And that kind of makes it year-round for you. It's, it's one or the other is going on at most every time of the year for you. So we, we talk sometimes about students now having to choose, and I hate it, too, because used to, long ago, you could play every sport as a high school student and be perfectly fine. And small schools, Upperman's a lot bigger than it used to be, but uh, single-A schools you had some experience with, you you need every athlete you can get on every team. And, and you know, AAU's great, and I love it for the opportunities you get, but sometimes it negatively impacts smaller schools because those kids – don't feel like they can play as many sports because they have that AAU going on. Yeah, and it's tough. It's tough on a family because when a kid plays a sport, it's a family decision. And uh, after we finish here, Mia's going to Knoxville for uh, AAU volleyball practice and, and workouts. So yeah, today. Today. I do that three times a week now. Yeah. And uh, so she stays in shape. And it's a good pair because she does a lot of explosion work and track is explosion. So they pair well together. And I try to stay in constant communication with me and all the other kids who play AAU basketball that run track um, to let me know because you have to be aware of overtraining a kid and putting too much on their body. If they get an injury, it's not going to heal if you're constantly uh, trying to work out and you're trying to compete. So you have to be aware of that and be aware if anybody's having any any kind of injury issues. And um, But – she has a very strong work ethic. We're talking to Mia Moss, Upperman track star, and her coach Bruce Hetty. Um, Mia, a lot of 
parents are out there listening with younger kids. Uh, I get a lot of questions from, you know, when I go to the store with my wife and stuff. Hey, I heard your show the other day, and you were talking about blah. So with the time that we have left, you know, what can you tell the younger folks? I think what we just talked about, finding those sports that can work together in high school now, if, if you have a desire to go on to the next level, um, finding those sports that work together is very important uh, because you, you, they find it hard now to do, to do everything. So what advice would you give the parents out there that have younger kids and with what you've experienced and what you've been through? And while we're on the subject, I better ask you about your family because your mom would probably kill me if I don't <laughs> at least mention that because she's great support system for you. And so tell us a little bit about your family. Well, my family has all been very, very supportive of my sports and stuff, my grandparents especially, and my mom, really. And they come with me to everything. They they pay for everything. They support me in everything. And if I want to try something new, they go ahead and let me because they don't want to hold me back in any way. Let's tell, it, who just tell their names, who, oh, who your grandparents and your mom. My grandma and grandpa are Charlene and Wayne Moss. They own Little Creek Produce yeah. still in Gainesboro yeah. grade. And my mom's Stacy Moss, awesome. and she's a teacher at Upperman. And she's a pretty good former athlete herself, right? Yeah. Tell a little bit about your mom. What'd she play? And she did um, volleyball and basketball, but she only played basketball in college. She played for Lee, and I think Cumberland. But she's she still does like rec volleyball. She's still into all that. She gets she get she comes back flustered as all get out. <laughs> Competitive. <laughs> yeah. I got to see her play. I can vouch for her. She was a very, very good athlete. There's no doubt. Well, it takes a lot of support to to do what you do, even though you're in high school, and you definitely have support from your family there. Um, but more into the club side of it, um, what do you feel that you get out of that? And Coach Eddie said something very important. It is a family decision. We've been through it, my daughter Hallie, and so much so that after her sophomore year, she decided – she didn't really want to put that much into it that needed to be. So she was up to be a starting setter at Cookville, and she she didn't want to go to the gym. She didn't want to put all the work into it, so she decided, which I was perfectly fine with um, because you have to make that decision. But if you're going to make that decision to really dive into it, what do you suggest for these parents? What are the, should they be on the lookout for? And really, how hard is it for you to manage that and schoolwork and all the expectation that you have? Well, it's really hard to manage it all because I'm very much a people person, so I'm always out with my friends. I'm always out hanging out, doing whatever, spending the night, having people over at my house, which is great, but sometimes it gets to be a little much, so I kind of have to, like, cool it sometimes and just focus on my schoolwork and just work harder at that than anything because I'm always reminded that athlete comes first, or wait, student comes first, Good correction, that a girl. Yeah. How, how many how many animals do you look after now, Mia? Okay, I have two cats and I have three dogs and two horses and a pony and I have another dog at my grandma's house. Why? <laughs> I just I bring home animals. Now the horse is okay. Yeah. <laughs> Her grandmother got... showed me the coolest picture when she was probably four or five years old. She is standing. On, on the back of a horse, She's just standing there as a child. She said, this is Mia. Uh, Mia loves to fish, and she loves to do all those things. a girl. And, uh, Any thoughts of be, being on the bass fishing team at Overman? I 
thought about it, especially in middle school. I thought about it, but it's kind of like the same time as some yeah, of my they got other a, stuff. They got a good team too. Yeah. I didn't realize how involved that was, man. That's pretty cool. We didn't have that way back. Yeah, I, it was a. She goes, "This is me," and I was like, "Oh wow!" She's and she's just standing there, <laughs> and she said, "She was. She's always been outdoorsy. Always been outgoing." You know, always been one one of those girls. So what's the biggest fish you caught? One time I caught a really big catfish. Yeah. Down, uh, I don't even know where it's at. It's like up on like Bug Mountain. Oh, yeah. Like down that way. I got you. Probably out to Old City Lake, I bet. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Cool. Fishing. What What are your other hobbies? Um, I ride horses. Obviously. And- <laughs> if you stand on them, I would hope you ride them. And I mean, I enjoy a lot of different things. I enjoy writing and reading and just like a lot of poetry and stuff, but that's not really poetry. A lot of people. So let's talk about grades. You you said it a minute ago. um, And you, man, as someone that handles some recruiting for some folks uh, around this area, uh, the thing that's more important nowadays that I didn't hear back when I was coaching is how important the grades are. I mean, you, you won't even be looked at now by colleges if you don't have a 3.0 and, and make a qualifying score on the ACT. And you know that going in. So it's academics is tough, and, and you're hard-pressed to, to be able to get everything in on time because you do so many other things. How do you handle all that? Well, a lot of my teachers are very lenient about me being gone a lot for sports and stuff, and they're very, like, they're, they understand and they want to help me. So I'm really grateful that pretty much all of my teachers are there and they all, like, make sure that I'm getting it done and make sure that I'm understanding and stuff. And sometimes it gets really hard to stay on top of it all, kind of gets backed up a little bit. But I try my best to probably, make Probably sure. don't help you in that situation because your mom is in the building. Yeah. She <laughs> so stays on top of they me. They can walk right down the hallway and, and get you in trouble if they want to. Yeah. Well, listen, guys, I, I want to thank you for taking the time and being on the show. We're going to have to have you back, Mia, before you go into track season this year. We'll have both of you back and talk about you know, your goals as far as a state champion. Mia Moss, state champion, folks, from Upperman High School in track, and her coach, Billy Hetty, today. Thank you guys for joining us. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you guys out there for joining us again on Local Matters Sports, and we'll see you next time.